Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the PC Perspective Podcast. We have reached episode 722. It's May 10, 2023, as we record this. I'm Sebastian Peake. I am Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walbrith. I am Brett Van Spruenberg. And we are thrilled to be back thrilled. on a slow news week. Truly. But we found things slow. to talk about. No, I didn't. I couldn't found. come up with a single thing on the show notes. Thing. I said, that's no, not a lie. That is not a lie from him. But He's telling the truth. Brett, to the rescue. And we have to thank also some of our uh, people who make this possible. Our patrons, PCPer.com. Uh, patrons, which is actually patreon.com slash PC per Brandon B and uh, someone changed their name to Josh's two chins, which is uh, rude and inaccurate. Josh only has one chin. So one shadows. chin, but it's, it's a, it's the front. It's the harsh lighting. The more money you give us, the more chins effect. Josh will have. <laughs> yeah. How about less? <laughs> okay. That, that'd be a win-win. Well, then you'd be no Brandon B. I, I didn't know the 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 general manager of the Buffalo Bills watched our show. Mm. Good, good job, well, you do now drafting Josh Allen, Brandon B. Yep. Yeah, from from your neck of the woods, there, Josh. He sure was. You know, you know what else is from Laramie, Wyoming? Born in the Something. barn. Yep, great transition. Yep. Yeah. So, I didn't get a burger today. It was the same one. It was it was the uh, oh, curd is the word was the special. I just didn't want that much cheese. So I got something that still had a lot of cheese. It was it was the Barncho tots. The Barncho tots were tots smothered in queso, smoked pulled pork, jalapenos, onions, and a spicy barbecue sauce lovingly smothered with shredded cheddar cheese. That is the Barncho Tots. And it's ludicrous. It's like two pounds of food right there. It's $16 just for that. But it lasts you like three meals if you want to do that. You know, you get you get your vitamin C from the uh, the jalapenos. Get some good protein from the meat. Uh, you know, the veggies the that they spread all on top. It's fantastic. The queso, the starches. It's a meal. It's like pizza, except better. And it's really shiny. And they put it in a bowl, and you so ate and pizza? ate and ate, and finally just couldn't eat anymore because. It was just so much there. So I had to stop. It's in the fridge, which is lunch tomorrow. You should uh, toss some sesame seeds on top of it for lunch if you've got any. Sure, why not? That would probably be really good. Yeah. So yeah, Barncho Tots. On to news. And we have to talk about some rumors. Videocards.com is reporting. NVIDIA to launch RTX 4060 Ti 8GB this month. We already talked about that and the fact that it would be 8 gigs. But a 16GB model is planned for July. Why would do such a thing? Why? Why? Because because the memory controller and the fact that you had to have to double up on the... You know, you can you can go eight or sixteen. You can go six or twelve. That's what they did with the thirty sixty. They went twelve because they didn't want to go six. But who's ever going to use sixteen gigs of VRAM? Well, I thought. Crazy. Haven't you been paying attention to the news lately? I thought that it's it's just a given that if you don't have at least sixteen, then it's irrelevant. That it's it it's the only thing anybody talks about or seems to care about with regard True. to GPUs now. At least they've True. stopped talking True. about just price. Now it's X gigabytes in this year. You know, at that price, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's there's a little bit of silliness. Okay, okay, let me let me get on a little bit. Okay, let me on. get on the sandbox, Camera, not the two. sandbox, yeah. no, but the soapbox. So, you've got to be kind of smart about your money and what you're doing. If you play a lot of high end games at 4K, you know you're going to need 16 gigs of RAM on 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 your your graphics card. If you got 1080, things can be a little bit smaller. 1440 is that interesting kind of place. And, you know, I. 
AMD has done a good job in having their 6800 series having 16 gigs, and even the uh, the, the 6700 has 12. And of course, that corresponds nicely with the 4070 has 12, and then the 4080 at 1200 bucks has 16. Nvidia's kind of painted themselves into a little bit of a corner with how they've they've handled memory, and, and AMD has pounced on that. However, we've got brand new products coming out that will only feature 8 gigs of RAM, so they're going to have to kind of walk back, both of them, on how important memory is. And I know that uh, NVIDIA talked about, you know, we're working on a, a new uh, texture compression technology that should help alleviate this for 8 gigs, and uh, you'll have a better experience. So... You've really got to take a look at your usage and be smart about what they're offering and what prices they have. Because you just can't say, oh, I'm not going to buy anything less than 16 gigs. Well, I've got a 3080 10 gig in here that I've had for two years and it's served me very, very well. And I have no complaints and I run it at uh, the 1440 Ultra widescreen. So what? 3660 by 1440 um and it does fine i mean i'd love to have more performance who wouldn't but again you kind of have to choose your applications and not everybody's going to be playing hogwarts or what's the latest one uh, last of us for pc which destroys video card memory mm-hmm. um and there's Jedi, still i don't know where lot. that falls yeah well, i don't know yet god well, yeah, anybody, but but I mean, the software people can still do a lot of optimization to improve because a lot of these console ports that come over, oh right, they they have essentially okay. You need to keep this percentage of memory open for the CPU because if you remember consoles, they have shared memory for CPU and GPU. And uh, how what sixteen gigs on uh, on the Xbox uh, Series X? Is that correct? I can't remember exactly. I don't cover consoles very much. Yes, uh, that's uh, sixteen oh. gigabytes of total. Thank you, charge. but yeah, but not but, all of it's VRAM. It, it's some of it's allocated to the OS. I think you only maybe get ten to twelve for VRAM. Yeah, but again, they 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 cut off a certain amount of that that you can do towards graphics. And the rest is going to be, you know, your OS and the CPU and and the rest of that. And that code made it over into the PC world <laughs> where you could have 32 <laughs> gigs of RAM, but it's still partitioning off a certain amount of, of your graphics well, VRAM, uh, pretending it, that you're on an Xbox or a, or a well, PS5. It was told so to. It has to. Yeah. There's a lot of things that they could do in terms of software. 8 gigs is still a lot, and I'm not trying to shill for one way or the other because both companies, in fact, all three companies have 8 gigabyte products out there, and they all have 16 gig products out there, and there are some that are somewhere in between with 12 gig. And above that, if you're willing to pay $1,600 for a 4090, but the worst part of that is... Is the 4080 at 1200 bucks? It's a sub 400 millimeter square die, even though it is cutting edge technology. The the TSMC 4N, which is the Nvidia, which is a five nanometer. Um, yeah, it stinks that they're offering that for 1200 bucks because if you look at the uh, 3080 10 gig when it was released, it was a 610 millimeter square die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was that was six hundred ninety nine dollar MSRP. Didn't last long, but that's what it was. So anyway, soapbox. I'm I'm getting off because it makes me angry where we're at. But but we're at this very very strange place in that all of the companies have a tremendous amount of inventory of old stuff that they're trying to sell. At the same time, keep the industry interested in their new stuff that you know. I mean, COVID threw a, a wrench in it, and then the bean counters got all excited, thinking the sunny day is never going to end. 
and it well, and did the end, and they were all left with their pants around their ankles and tremendous amount of inventory coming in that was not selling. And that's why we have the 6,000 series from AMD and the 3,000 series from NVIDIA still selling as much as they can. And they're not trying to cannibalize those sales by pricing next generation stuff. But at the same time, they're balancing out like the 4070, trying to keep it a little bit closer to reality. It's just a bad situation. You're right. It is. And you're right, because that's exactly what happened, was they cannot cannibalize the sales of the stuff that's stuck in the supply chain that's not selling. Either they have to give drastic price cuts to those and give huge rebates back to the... uh, like They're going to have to charge off so much money yeah. To actually get rid of all that inventory and sell the stuff at a reasonable price, so they're they're just not doing it. So all the new GPUs are really expensive because the old ones are still selling for MSRP. And their their thinking is that eventually they're going to sell through this inventory at full price and maintain their margins. And it's just not obviously not happening because the stuff it's is going to take there. a while. It's going to take a really long time. The the real problem isn't that COVID happened. Who cares about that? What mattered was Ethereum can no longer <laughs> be mined on graphics cards, as Jeremy yeah. alluded to. It's it was 100% mining. They had there was a, such a demand for cards when Ethereum could be mined. They couldn't make enough. They were constantly out of stock. Gamers couldn't buy cards because they were going by the pallet load to, to professional mining operations. So and then they just, Nvidia they, and AMD both decided that this is forever. Yeah, and they made and all they these extra parts that didn't end up selling because then Ethereum went uh, proof of stake. So well, and belly up too, but yeah. Well, yeah, the, the value, but yeah, it's all in flux all the time. But yeah. I don't think but the yeah, 3000 series... two generations simultaneously, knocking down the, the last gen to affordable pricing and then trying to make the current generation the price that this the past generation is right now, you're never going to be able to sell that to stockholders. Like they're already Not seeing to stockholders, right. Until they'd be able to sell it to us, but not to the stockholder. At some point, maybe we'll see some inventory write down, and that'll be on the next quarterly report. And like we wrote down, you know, a hundred million dollars. And as soon as they the forty seventy, the forty the regular forty seventy did drop below six hundred dollars today. There's a sale for like five hundred and sixty nine for a RTX forty seventy. With a full version of Diablo 4. That, that's a good value in. add. Yep. That helps. I think, wouldn't you think it would need to be four ninety nine for mass acceptance, at least among the DIY? I mean, it yes. certainly sold faster, but would you make any money on okay, it? Okay. Mm-hmm. The, if the RTX 4080 was initially offered for eight ninety nine, and then eventually went down to eight forty nine, they would probably yeah. be sold down. Because then you're starting to encroach in on this is a valuable part. I mean, okay, the performance and features and all that, it's 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 gonna be faster than the thirty eighty, which was, you know, around the same <clears throat> thing, or thirty eighty twelve, or that strange thirty eighty TI that was almost a thousand bucks. Which uh, is almost a thirty ninety, really. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's such a such a better card at 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 849 than anything else but it's still at 1200 bucks yeah pricing is another argument i just the, yeah for some reason everybody's hyper focused on vram a, a lot of this is being driven by marketing wank but we have to use oh, our yeah. heads here and it collides with reality and it's the overall reality and it's your reality it's your reality, and Josh was talking about this. Are you playing at 1080? Are you playing at 1440? You probably don't need it. Well, right, but the perception is that you do. Yes. It's the the mind share uh, on VRAM yes. is ridiculous. Like it's every yes. comment I read. If it's an eight gigabyte product, it's how could you release a product with this much memory in current year? The 3060 launched at 12 gigabytes, and because they didn't want to go six. And with that memory yeah. controller, they either had to go six or twelve, <clears throat> and they went. And honestly, I could argue six. That's a little low. I guess apparently I uh, draw the line at six. Yeah, six is no bueno. That just is. Yeah. That's a non-starter. That's RTX twenty sixty six gig. <sighs> Let's yeah. just take a quick look at the most 
popular card on the Steam hardware server. Okay. Again, I don't have to look. It's the 1060. Well, it'll, it'll be the 1060. Still? I thought the... Oh, yeah. Uh, 1060 maybe by now. Okay. All right. Uh, no, the 1030s and 1060s are still in all the pre-builds. One day they'll run out and they'll have to figure something out, but... No, one day we'll have a 4050 and a 4060 yeah. and, you know, those will be in all the budget pre-made computers. And it'll be a rebadge. <laughs> with this couple of extra <laughs> RTX cores. Yeah, so they're yeah. they're really turning down texture quality on on console ports if you're playing with the 1060 for goodness sakes. Yeah. All right, let's let's move on from this topic. Uh, okay. on May the 4th, Jeremy posted this article on large hard drives short lives and, uh, and you do not lie. That's disturbing. <laughs> how, how wait, where's the line? Is it 12 yes, terabytes? No, or we're, we're looking it? at uh, fairly large uh, terabyte drives. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, Backblaze essentially saw a report from a company called Secure Data Recovery, which I haven't run into before. But they found that the average uh, meantime before failure on the modern hard drives uh, of like eight and terabyte plus, I believe it was, was about two years and ten months. And they're saying, you know, you guys had a pretty small sample size compared to what we can do, and that just seems wrong. So Backblaze did it with 17,155 heart failed hard drives. And the average age of death was two years and six months. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, I, and I can remember talking with Alan about this many, many, many moons ago, saying that, you know, as raids are getting so large that, you know, you're not even into the petabyte, but you're into, you know, dozens and dozens of terabytes you have bad bits constantly. Like there are just the no sheer number of uh, bits that you've got going. <clears throat> Some of them have mm -hmm. to be bad. And so you're going to be constantly seeing this exponential growth of uh, dying drives and raid arrays and uh, NASA's and stuff like that, just because of the, the sheer size of the bloody drives. And he was right. Uh, it's, it's, 72 different models um, and killed they, they ignored the excluded the excluded boot drives this is mostly just storage because boot drives well they get thrashed pretty bad but that also suggests that the average lifespan would be shorter than this I mean that's just sad like two years and ten months look at two those years and six months bottom two drives on the list the Seagate 16 gigabyte and the Toshiba 16 gigabyte both failed yeah. within a year. Yeah. The average. And there's 211 failures with the Seagate and 108 <clears throat> failures with the Toshiba. That's and of course, the Hitachi is still down there too. 300 failures. And it's really, like you said, it's all the big drives. Here's the Seagate, again, Seagate, 12 gigabyte, obviously their most used well, drive. Well, not, not quite. Yeah, Seagates, they're using a lot of Seagates. 2,023 failures within a year and six months average. Yeah. Good like that Lord. is just craziness, but at the same time, it, it's just, they're so huge. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of interesting to see that, uh, you know, physical, you know, uh, spinning rust hard drives are having higher, um, uh, failure rates, the bigger they get as compared to SSDs, which because of over provisioning, the bigger mm -hmm. the SSD you have, the longer mean time between failure that you get so or even before it starts to shrink yeah yeah so it's it's kind of interesting to uh see i wonder if if they're gonna what <laughs> boy i wonder if they 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 will consider some kind of you know not maybe not ssd type wear leveling but maybe that's actually a thing i don't know it's it's weird well considering how insane you've got to get for like those 14 terabyte drives and stuff you're filling them with helium you've got platters that are sort of not even really platters and on top of other platters it's just yeah hard drives it's a lot of heads insane yeah you've got a lane problem with the density mm -hmm. issue on on ssds yeah. nvmes especially well there's uh, sebastian's dream was the one or two channel uh pcie uh, 4.0 board and and matching uh nvme that would be great amount of bandwidth but density would be yeah. better because you could parcel up the lanes a little bit uh, oh like the, when we went to gen 4 having the power yeah. of gen 3 but with you know one or two lanes and yeah gen mm -hmm. 5 you could do single lane drives 
with tremendous yes, bandwidth. You could. But, but instead, we push the envelope with transfer speeds because that's what sells SSDs. It is. I'm curious to see if they start ganging them. <clears throat> Stack up four one channel SSDs onto a four by uh, PCI 5.0. If it was some kind of redundancy to it, you know, that's what I'm thinking. And then you wouldn't have the data loss when the failure eventually happens, as yeah. it of course must. All right. Next story. Microsoft 365 Copilot brings so-called AI. I like how you say so-called AI to more offices. Artificial, quote, intelligence, end quote. You, you mean a large language model, which <laughs> is what everyone refers to as AIs now? Yeah. But yeah, yeah I guess. Chat GPT-4 will be joining Office 359. So the uh, large language model that is famous for completely inventing scientific papers and then fabricating even more things to prove that this imaginary paper actually exists after you call it out on the fact that it doesn't, or as we refer to it now, a hallucination, because we, we have to, you know, personalize uh, AIs and, and give them uh, Treat them like humans. So now they hallucinate. Anthropomorphic. Like, uh, Thank you. That yeah. is what I was looking for. You're welcome. And so, yeah, they handed this out to a very small chunk of companies. But now, uh, because of Microsoft's new business model, they're offering, I believe it's 600 corporations a chance to pay Microsoft extra money per month to be able to have questionable data produced. So, did you just say lies? Lies, yes. outright lies. Yeah. Questionable okay. data, lies. What's the difference? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, well, really, it's just legally, legally, there might be one. But right. so the idea yeah. is that uh, they're going to be able to change the way that search works. So instead of searching for a quarterly report, it will also let you know that it's Sue down in accounting that does your quarterly reports for you, as well as finding the quarterly report for you. Uh, your, your PowerPoint decks will now incorporate uh, Dolly text to image. So you can now inadvertently have copyrighted art in your PowerPoint presentation after you describe something and it goes out and finds something and, you know, just downloads it because how the hell does it know that it's copyrighted? Uh, I, I can't imagine how well Excel is going to work when you try an autofill and it just decides that it knows where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to let you yeah, know I'm working on a new Kurt, Kurt Cobain song right now, actually. So it's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Well, and uh, I'm sure that uh, they will be able to uh, co-pilot, which is what it's called. Yes. Microsoft 365 co-pilot <laughs> will be able to uh, help you do that. And we'll give you citations to prove that it was actually you the whole time. Right. And that yeah. Kurt Cobain stole it from you. Right. Retroactively. Yes, exactly. After his death, and it rewrites yeah. your life history and you know talks about how you grew up yeah. in Seattle and you know, all that stuff. And, and I'm We're really hoping all... that it's incorporated into Visual Basic for uh, applications <laughs> because another thing that AI is famous for is oh, writing yeah. the most eye-wateringly insecure code you will ever have the privilege of meeting. <laughs> it's just what could possibly go wrong? Uh, well, until they can prove it in court, nothing. Yeah, that's true. Quickly, Tom's Hardware is reporting that DDR4 memory price reductions are incoming as oversupply continues to plague the industry. Can they get any lower? It's, Apparently they can. There's some rumors out there that certain DRAM builders, suppliers may go out of business because the pricing model is just being so depressed. But they're talking about an 18% discount coming for DDR4, <laughs> but not, not necessarily for DDR5. So if you're waiting yeah. to for that extra 16 uh, gig on your DDR4 board, uh, you're thinking maybe this is the time, but not necessarily. Unfortunately, this 18% discount looks like it's more destined for the mobile space and and server-style RAM. I mean, you don't want that green, ugly yep. RAM in your PC. So it's probably not hey, going to be on hey, the, hey. the trendiest, it all depends the trendiest RGB taste. RAM. So you're going to be able to get 32 gigs of, of DDR4, 3,600 for 85 bucks, which is just stupid cheap. It is. Yeah. It is darn cheap. I, bought, I bought a good set of that. For 160 bucks, oh. and I thought it was worth it. Now it's 80 some, and, and it's yeah, it's well, Josh, uh, it was worth it at the time. But uh, it, yeah. in my opinion, you may see some of Good this Lord. into certain off-brand SSDs. That's oh my, my opinion. God, the, we're you looking at prices 3, on the right now. 30, 3200 DDR. Okay, the Trident Z. 
The Trident Z3600, that's the stuff with Mm -hmm. the really good timings, isn't it? Click on that. It has more aggressive timings, typically. (sighs) So, I mean, that's going to be more of a premium product. And that's still only $87.99 for 32 gigs. Oh, my God. You can get CS14. You can. Just a little bit. Where? How much is the CAS14? Uh, it's 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 a lot. It's twice a lot. Ooh, okay, yeah, that's, that's not, okay. and you know honestly, it doesn't make <laughs> not a difference. Much difference. Uh, the only thing that really matters is running this thirty the thirty six hundred. Honestly, if it you makes a difference to certain bench benchmarks. Now sixteen, sixteen is a good does. good in between. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is good, in fact, it's exactly it in between, Josh. It's exactly yeah. between fourteen and eighteen. <laughs> it's it eighty four ninety nine. It's cheaper than the Cas eighteen. Oh. What is happening right now? What, what the hell? Time no, that's thirty two hundred. That's thirty two hundred. Oh, I, I would what? say the prices the prices we're looking at right now is not incorporating any of the discounts that may be coming down. That's still one hundred and fifteen bucks. That's that's know, so cheap. It's cheap. Yeah, it's significantly that's less. Than hey, hey, Mother's Day is coming up. Give your mom. <laughs> mom needs the ram. Gift of DDR4. <laughs> this Mother's Day. Give your mom memory. Mom needs ram. But buy it from somewhere that does like uh, price protection. Like if you can go back within thirty days and say it's twenty five dollars cheaper now, I need to take back some of my money for Mother's Day gifts. Yeah. Mm. Next up, story at Ars Technica: Microsoft and AMD are reportedly teaming up to combat NVIDIA's AI dominance. As Microsoft's Azure platform writes, Andrew Cunningham. Currently uses tens of thousands of NVIDIA GPUs. AMD wants in. And but it's still they're just, just not as good. I mean, AMD's GPU, well, you know, I'm just reading ahead here. You know, word on the street is tests, AI tests on AMD GPUs just don't run quite as quickly. But uh, Microsoft is trying to back their play and uh, turn it into something and maybe tune the algorithms so that it runs better on their silicon or more more optimally. I mean it's not that they don't that they don't have the capability to do it, but the algorithms the way that they're being pulled into them and parceled out to the GPU isn't Yeah, my favorite part is on the screen right now. Andrew pulled back to the uh, Surface Edition Ryzen processors. <sighs> which is really mean but mm. accurate. I just wish that mm. this kind of tight integration between Microsoft and AMD extended to their, you know, Ryzen 7000 X3D parts. CPUs yeah, so you didn't have to worry about running uh, little helper processes in the background. The OS would just be aware yeah. and take care of all of that. What was the game bar you had to run in the background in order to make that? An updated run? version of the Xbox 360 <sighs> yep. game bar and other things. Jeez, or else that just sounds insane. Core parking doesn't work properly. <laughs> with the uh, well, and also we got to think that you know Nvidia does have an advantage in in their software, and uh, they've been chasing after this for a long time, and especially with the matrixy uh, math uh, components mm. of yeah. their designs are still a lot more advanced than what AMD has with uh, with RDNA three. I mean, it's better, but it's still not up there. And I mean, they've they've got those RT units, and they've got the matrixine. You got your shaders, and AMD's got unified shaders, and like one vector unit is now dedicated to rt and it yeah 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 all amd's got to offer is interconnect at this point uh i think you're leaving infinity cash on the table here please well, that's, oh, well, that's just I a mean, fancy no, I, I just threw it out l2 <laughs> cash isn't it yeah yeah they have more cash more cash that's their cache yeah but yeah software software is key and if amd can get help from microsoft to improve their product, it's a win for everybody. Exactly. Because that will then, that will trickle down to Intel, which actually, their hardware is a little bit better rounded, more rounded for... Rounder? These kind cool. of uh, applications, but their software is just not there. And their support and... The amount of people who are using CUDA-enabled products that they've been using since college. You don't want to move because people are paying you money to to get results. And this is how you know how to get results. And nobody's sending you back to school to learn something else. When business adopts something, like an industry adopts something like that, it's, it's game over. It's It's hard to get in there. 
It's like once IBM yeah. had the personal computer market, how Apple was relegated to education essentially at that point. Education and home users. Let's game. Let's talk about graphics training with Adobe. Uh, no, you, know, you, you, you can't. People can't get away from it. Or page layout. Call it. It's called DaVinci Resolve. <laughs> I love it. Forget yeah. more Adobe. AI. Yeah, DxO mm, and their products. Here, here. DaVinci Resolve. Uh, other things. Open source stuff. Forgot to set my alarm again. Where is my mind? That's a smooth transition. Nice. I just, nice, just announcing the next story. Stop. Stop. So what is this all about? This so is great. it's it's literally the beginning of the "Where Is My Mind" song, where uh, she is Susie's like, just like ooh, and he, stop. And they left that in at if the you, beginning of the track, and then the the song. If you'd like begins. to hear that, you can say "Click right here" and then come back. Well, I mean, some people may not know who the Pixies are. They're, they're true. They're missing out. But yeah, so it was uh, someone who had a Pixel phone, and for their alarm. They didn't set a tone. They set Spotify. And every once in a while, the alarm just did not go off. Like it was set and it says that it went off, but it didn't. And so he, after a while, he managed to figure out what it was. Google got rid of you having to say, okay, Google, and then give it a command. So the very clear stop at the beginning of the song was enough to tell the alarm to stop hence no alarm to wake him up because the song never actually began and i mean just that's the kind of technical stuff that you just you hate to have to figure out but when you do you gotta love it and nowadays i mean no one blames pixies for anything but uh, apparently in this case <laughs> it was the pixies fault and he did get a tweet from the band saying sorry <laughs> so there you go if, if, if you've got that uh Yes, well, if, uh, Christopher, I could be much worse than that because I like to ask if, Alexa if uh, I will stop there because people. Get upset. <laughs> if uh, if Dad Rock Alternative is in your rotation for your alarm, hey, this I'm not a dad. will be a, be a problem. It's, well, I mean that's ageist, Brad. Well, I don't really know if it's ageist or not. That's just so uh, presumptive. It's not the breeders. That's a totally different band. Breeders isn't oh, aegis nice. Greek for shield. Aegis? Uh, yeah. Aegis Aegis. Yeah, Aegis. Well, I think it was more right? Aegis, but yeah. Aegis. Yes, the exactly. Shield. There's at least one missile yeah. defense system named that. Okay. Yeah. That's Aegis. All right. That's, <laughs> that's Artemis. Aces. All right. Keeping with the musical theme. Yeah. Uh, no, that's security researcher finds Coldplay lyrics in Kingston SSD firmware. Okay. So don't I mean, buy Kingston SSDs because someone's got really freaking bad taste in music. Yeah, the KC two thousand. That was a solid drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't give up on the drive. Stop it. It's like giving up I'm on sorry. Apple because they've been putting the uh, the Bitcoin uh, paper. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Nobody said firmware programming was easy. Oh, Josh, you didn't do that. Nobody said it would be so hard either, yeah. right? Yeah, God. I'm feeling a little Let's go yellow back to the start. reading this story right now. <laughs> finally, not finally, this is not our final story. The, the article starts with the word finally. Proof your choice of gaming chair can affect the performance of your PC. Okay. Okay, this is funny. Is this is this true? Okay, I, I when I read this, I'm like, oh my God, it wasn't just me. I what? have seen oh, this. What? I have literally seen this happen. It okay. I sounds like a completely made up stupid thing, but it really has actually happened. So what more. this story is about is an electrostatic discharge from a particular chair from Ikea, as they're talking about in the story. But I've actually had it happen to me on a different chair. Getting into the chair, getting up out of the chair. I don't know what the situation happens to be. Maybe it's the floor. The, the anti uh, you know rug chair covering on the floor, the combination of, of hands on the desk. But I'm telling you, I have watched my monitors snap off when I have gotten out of the chair or sat or, or sat down. I've actually witnessed this. So they're talking about an IKEA Marcus chair here and somebody who tried to figure out why their monitor was flickering every now and then when they would make this certain spin, maneuver, or whatever. 
they finally determined that it was an electrostatic discharge from their chair. This <laughs> stupid thing actually does happen, and I have actually seen it myself. Uh, what they did to fix it, of course, was to um, you know went way out of their way to uh, put copper wiring under their chair and ground it to mm-hmm. uh, up an outlet an outlet which sounds normal you <laughs> yeah. know, for perfectly mm. normal <laughs> is this an electric it's an electric chair, chair? Yeah. Is it it's an electric chair it's well it's, it's grounded at this point now well it's but grounded I, i've actually that, but i mean this. is this chair a yeah. powered chair am i missing no here? no they specifically no, no. said the gas piston yeah hmm. yeah it's potentially that the gas piston or some other it's, it's probably the, the different metal materials that they yep. use throughout that In any kind of motion will then yeah. create a charge yeah. yeah not much but enough brett well, can it i remind you a, two things okay i'll wait oh, go ahead i was going to ask brett a serious question uh, have you did sure, you ever eat uh did you eat a lot of pink chips when you were a kid we all did uh, have you been huffing i did glue? stick I did stick a pair of scissors into an outlet once uh, just because I thought okay. that was interesting. It uh, definitely tripped the breaker. A bunch of sparks shot out and it set the rug on fire. Um, that was kind of cool. Okay. I don't mean, yeah, it usually takes broke. a chunk out of the, the edge of whatever oh, yeah. you're putting yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, a pair of scissors, scissors yeah. never, uh... into <laughs> both sides of the outlet. Ooh, into, yeah. It was Ooh, exciting. Yeah, it was like the sparks that. came out of nice, it. Nice like I said, burned the rug. Uh, apparently, I managed to do it without electrocuting myself. Um, nice. Um, well, the the rubber, sure, uh, there's plastic insulators on the ends of the scissors, probably. Oh no, it's a pair of metal scissors. Oh, good luck. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Jeremy, yeah. mm-hmm. sorry, no, you just grounded well. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, you remember back in the days of the computer labs, and they bought the uh, grounding carpet. So the entire place, the, the the carpet had little metal filings in it, and it was literally plugged in. I don't know. Maybe you guys didn't have this, but in my high school and in my public school that they p- literally put in grounding carpet. So it had a metal, uh, essentially, you know, lattice in the bottom of it, which was plugged in and all it did was ground it. And they paid re- more for that bloody carpet than they did for the computers. Well, but you know, ESD thing, back oh, yeah. in the eighties and nineties was kills. a huge problem. I mean, it would just kill the computers flat pop. Oh crap. <laughs> That's yep. two grand gone. Done. Well, the other funny thing is that I was working with one of my uh, AD admins today and we were sort of trying to work through a weird PowerShell script that was doing something that there's no possible way it should be able to do, but it was. And all of a sudden all I heard was, ah, (laughs) Chris, Chris, are you okay? My chair just fell over. (laughs) One of the wheels broke off of his chair as we're sitting there trying to fix this problem. Mm -hmm. Got his core dumped, did he? Yeah, oh, got he, he definitely got. He had to reboot his butt. <laughs> yeah, so the only thing that I have going on is when a dog decides to go in between my leg and the metal desk I'm sitting at to get into, you know, the Pop. little well where it 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 shuts off <sighs> the uh, my monitor backlighting through USB. <laughs> So is your dog USB-A, USB-C? I don't know. He's, he's a hairy little monkey. So It sounds stupid, but this stuff actually happens. Yeah. And it takes you forever to figure out. Let's pause here for a word from this week's podcast sponsor. As a software engineer, it's not always straightforward to find just the right place to practice your craft. People like us can often find it difficult to settle into just the right role for our careers. Well, consider Bloomberg. They're out there working to build a top-notch information network for financial professionals, and they're looking for engineers to join their team. Personally, I know that I've always wanted to work on challenging projects that had real impact on actual shipping products and services, but sometimes that has just not worked out. While I've not yet worked for Bloomberg, they're forward-looking and are building tools their clients will come to rely on for systems that matter in solving real-world complex problems across global capital markets. They're working in real-time market and enterprise data with sophisticated analytics that are touched by over 350,000 financial professionals. Bloomberg systems operate at tremendous scale with over 300 billion, yes, B is in billion, market messages daily. So many of you will already be up to speed on the majority of Bloomberg software as it's built in C++, JavaScript, and Python. So you're obviously not going to get locked into a proprietary shop as Bloomberg's engineers are active members of the open source community in both leveraging and making commits back to many projects. Learn more about the opportunities that await you by visiting Bloomberg.com careers. That's Bloomberg.com careers. 
It's security corner. It's security corner. Yes, we're going to talk about that MSI data breach, which, uh, okay. Oh, nice GeoSound. Originally, the story was that they exposed the Intel like private signing keys. Intel is claiming that's not the case. The official statement is, quote, Intel is aware of these reports and is actively investigating. There have been researcher claims that private signing keys are included in the data, including MSI OEM signing keys for Intel BootGuard. It should be noted that Intel BootGuard OEM keys are generated by the system manufacturer, and these are not Intel signing keys. Doesn't that still mean that if MSI's keys were leaked, that MSI motherboards are all vulnerable? Well... The specific Intel boards. So, you know, just 11th, 12th, and 13th. So buy AMD. Who cares if your CPU explodes? You're not going to be hacked. And if you are, you can solve it by blowing your CPU up. Let's move on to something more pleasant. Dump these insecure Mm. phone adapters, because we're not fixing them, says Cisco. I think we've heard this before. A security hole, a 9.8 out of 10. Uh, The only reason it's 9.8 is because of those two points where their middle finger is at their customers. Well, I mean, like, buy, yeah, we're not buy new this. stuff. Take the Sonos approach. I'm sorry, I'm not going to support this anymore. Buy new hardware. Yeah, but it's I, Cisco. You know, I, I, People I are running Cisco the... equipment that's 20 years old oh. still. Yeah, yeah. Cisco is not supposed to do this sort of stuff. You're supposed to buy Cisco, and it's supposed to be good for the life, as long as you could ever work with the product, as long as it makes sense. Mm. I, I just, I, I'm not sure that I, I agree with them saying, just throw it away. It's no well, good Of course anymore. not. You've wasted Why your would money. You... Why would you be okay with them saying, we're not going to fix this even though we could, so throw it in a landfill? You know, Cisco, the uh, company famous for being affordable when you're buying new crap. No, not at all. It's obviously, it's extremely expensive stuff. And they're just saying, oh, because of a firmware upgrade problem, can it? It's over. Yep. Sorry. Well, I think their their excuses, well, it's mostly uh, analog telephone adapters to go into a VoIP system. But it's like, I'm sorry, there are so many places that they're still doing that. Say sorry again and mean it this time. What do you mean, sorry. eh? Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's anyway, sorry. Sorry, so okay. sorry. Next story, at Hackaday, thermal camera <laughs> plus machine learning. I love learning this one. Reads passwords yeah. off of keyboard keys. I, I mean, I hate this one, but I mean, I love the they did this on ATMs it. too, by the way. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, I have, I didn't. And then you've that. only got four keys to pick from, and it's much easier. But yeah, so they're they're about a sixteen symbol password can be done about fifty five percent of the time, just by having a FLIR or a, a whatever heat sensing camera you happen to have handy, because it and will, feeding it to a large language model AI. Yes, of course. You got with your Office 359 subscription. Uh, uh, shorter ones like the 6 to 8, and 8 is quite often uh, the uh, one that you're asked for. That's up to 80% because, you know, for about a minute afterwards, everything's going to fade. The, the heat from your fingertips is going to fade at the set rate. But the thing is, you hit that one first, and then that one, and that one, and that one, and that one. And so, with a good uh, processor behind you, you can determine that that tiny fraction of a Kelvin difference and yeah, pretty much get a good idea of what the password, but you do know what the keys are unless they screwed it. And the backspace is really, really bright. So even if you don't get the perfect password the first time, you know what characters are in that. So and start typing a bunch proceed. of gibberish. Right? Yeah. Just and then wait for in. the MFA fatigue to hit them and they finally say, okay, and you're in. I made reference to seeing this in the movie National Treasure with Nicolas Cage when he guesses her password based upon the looking at the patterns that she touched on the uh, on the keys. The password was Valley Forge. Yep. But anyway, hmm. the other interesting thing that I just noticed uh, in the chat was that some people, in order to avoid this, actually type in the wrong password at first. And I was like, oh, this blows my mind. You have to type in the, at least blow it at least once, you know, just so that you touch a oh. bunch of wrong keys or, or as Sebastian said, gibberish. There's a certain uh, famous person on Twitter uh, whose name resembles a pop singer who uh, has done that sort of thing before. And no, the the key longer, eventually, once you see the backspace character, you can quite happily just forget the characters that you read and just keep reading the next bit. 
So apparently that even that won't help you. Hmm. Interesting. Now, if you lick the keyboard first so that everything's nice and warm and then type it in, well, you should be fairly safe. The thing that I read in this particular article was that RGB backlit keys actually disguise this and disallow oh, of this sort of uh, physical Whoa. attack against... Finally, well, a practical heat. use of RGB. It's a practical use for RGB. Also, I can't remember which type of keycap that was more susceptible to this than the other. Uh, but anyway, I think the high-end This validates years of meaningless RGBing everything. <laughs> You're not going to let this go. <laughs> Google Pass keys are a no-brainer. You've turned them on, right? I have. What is this? The, the short answer is, is this is uh, passwordless passwords. Oh, yes. Okay. And yeah. And there's recently they have uh, turned this on so that this has been enabled and you can begin to replace uh, certain supported environments with their passkey mechanism instead. That's kind of it for the story. This was sort of the transition from feel bad to feel good. This is actually a, I think, a reasonable approach to trying to re- um, remember all different passwords besides the password managers. Um, this is slightly more secure in the way that they handle the encryption mechanism and the the one-way transfers and, and the rotating keys and all that. Um, this could be a reasonable approach to uh, hard, hardening passwords. Okay. Well, well what is that okay. padlock icon for anyways? I don't understand. I didn't know that people didn't understand what this was. It blows my mind. No, apparently, like nine out of ten people you ask, it's like well, I didn't even most know sites there. are HTTPS anyway, right? Now, uh, uh, yes, yes, okay. Even after much screaming about how much server side load it was going to put on, essentially nine out of ten people, it's not even so much. And the headline doesn't give it. It's like eleven percent of users understand the precise meaning of the lock icon, but like eighty percent don't even know that it exists. They've never even seen it before. Even though you're under the age of 18. Holy cow, marketing at LifeLock right now is going to be so pissed. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Or all of the companies that were selling SSL so that you could put an emblem on your site with the little lock icon. Jeez. I I just can't believe this. So basically, the story is uh, is Google Chrome is doing away with the indicator that, hey, this is an SSL or HTTPS protected website, and they would throw up a little lock icon. They're doing it away because people had no idea what it actually meant. But does it really mean that you're secure just because you're browsing what they claim to be? I mean, what if the cert was faked? It meant what it meant. It meant what it meant. Okay. What if, if you were right. secure-ish? Let's move on to gaming quick hits in Doom 2, the game you RPG. know and love. It's finally coming to the PC. It's It's been 13 years, but Doom 2 RPG has finally come to PC. What is this? This is the RPG version. Apparently, there's a uh, community hack on mm. grabbing the iPhone.ipa file from, you know, if you know where to get it, then you know where to get it. There's a link in here. And uh, a couple of other interesting open G- GL, I think, uh, um, libraries. You can now play Doom 2 RPG on the PC with mouse and keyboard input. So if you've been waiting, mm. now's your chance. Yeah, there's probably tens of people. Who <laughs> Microsoft isn't waiting. is helping me right now. Oh, did you get the AI? <laughs> Microsoft is now helping me. It's the reboot. Oh, oh yeah, no, uh, they're, the new Windows 11 patch it's is the week. finally official. It's I didn't ask for this. You missed it on Tuesday somehow. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> What about the Bing bar? Well, do, you, do you like the new Bing better. search bar in the middle of your desktop? It's the uh, return of active desktop. It was on the streaming PC when I turned it on last oh, week. Like, what the hell oh, is this? Not active desktop. Yeah, okay. Although Activision, are back. Our second and final story in Gaming Quick Hits is Activision is making more money on the PC than on consoles for the first time, and the gap is widening. Oh, my yeah, goodness. It's, it's uh, almost like those, you know... Popular shooters are driving a lot of business or something. It, you know, oh, for the yes. longest time, back- this was the opposite was true. Where all the well, yeah, back in the console. days of Tony Hawk and Guitar Hero. Oh, sure. I mean, they're still living Apparently. off of that to some degree, aren't they? But uh, on the to the order of uh, twenty-seven million by the start of twenty twenty-three. Started with Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch Two. You can imagine that. Um, but yeah, so. 
PC platforms, surprisingly, a place for game manufacturers to make money. It's not just I thought the PC was dead. Yeah, you know what? I the, all the sales indicate PC's death. PC's well, dying. yes, it is. Everything's so it's expensive. Been a very bad year. It's already time for picks of the week. That's oh, yes. it's unprecedented. It's, Not really. We've done shorter podcasts than this, but Josh, true. Please, me. Uh, you know, I, I I did purchase this EVGA keyboard, not the non-clicky version, but it's got the optical keys. It's nicely Ooh. built. It's got good RGB effects. You can actually control the RGB effects from the keyboard itself without installing anything. Uh, extra keys come in. Nice, solid construction. Wrist pad. All the things. 60 bucks. Nice. Optical, it's not tuned keyless, which is switches. a plague on the world right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is a, a nice product for the price. And I... Even though I don't have the clicky keys, they're still the clicky keys. And so the clicky keys must be even clickier. So, Sebastian, I'm, I'm going to get these and I'm, I'm going to type War and Peace during a podcast. <laughs> You're going to love it. Josh, did you say you have this keyboard right now or, or are you going to I have, get it? I have the non-clicky version. And so I but bought that on sale. And so nice. with these optical keys, I almost hate to ask this question, but do they register at full stroke? Or do they register at full stroke? Or probably customize it, right? Do short, do short you probably could. Yeah, in theory, you should be able with to optical. pick your, uh, your threshold. Your depth. And then you can put those little insulator rings in there and like... I only like registration at full stroke. Wait. Full stroke registration. I like to oh, type yeah. with authority. Do you mm-hmm. bottom out your keys when you type, Josh? Yeah, I sure I do. do. Doesn't everyone? Do. I'm a heavy-handed. Apparently guy. not. Some people like that half-stroke registration. I, and know, I'm like, I don't understand. Why do you, why do you even talk about actuation point? Like, just tell me total travel because that's my actuation point. It's yep. going to be four that, millimeters. That's period. It exactly. I've had yep. keyboards that read uh, at like a half stroke, and it drove me nuts. I did like throw it against the wall and get rid of it. Hmm. Wow. Seems excessively violent. Okay. But hey, Jeremy, like very much. your pick. Ah, uh, I found an actual 6950 XT in Canada for a decent bloody price. If you are looking to upgrade and don't want to pay the price that the 7000 series is. It's the so Merc. It's, it's the Merc because I, I, these guys have done a really good job on the Merc. It's often on sale, but it's always in stock and it's always good. There's a, even a button that little coupon gives you an extra twenty bucks off. Ooh. So eight hundred and sixty bucks Canadian for a Merc three nineteen is freaking unheard of. That is almost three hundred dollars cheaper than I paid for my sixty eight hundred XT. But I mean, it was when they first came out, and I was yeah. really, really wanted it because my old card was dying. It was kind of sad. But yeah, it's it's nice to see that uh, graphics prices for the old generation are being reasonable. We won't talk about the new generation. And now here's Brett to bring up with a Western Digital uh, 10 terabyte hack. <laughs> I wish. You know, actually, to tell you the truth, there's been uh, a YouTuber who's been begging me to talk about Western Digital. Now is your moment where I talk about the Western Digital 850 uh, or SNX 850. Yeah, the SN850X. Sorry, I had my uh, last letter in the wrong place. Two terabytes or one terabyte, depending on your pleasure. One terabyte at $84. uh, Two terabytes. That's eight cents a gig. Well, Uh, 80.5. Jeez, I know. Uh, If you scroll down, you can click on the two terabytes there. 149, you know, for the two terabyte version. This is the Western Digital Black. 2 terabyte SN850X NVMe Gen 4 up to advertise 7,300 megabytes a second. I, where's the pricing going on this storage? It's amazing what you can buy nowadays and how much you can get for s- relatively a small amount of money, especially if you only need the 1 terabyte version. You know, It's easily far less than $100. It's only like $84. Yeah, but only get 50 bucks more. Just yes. get a 2. Oh, anyway. absolutely. At this point, 
Also, don't forget Mother's Day is this weekend. Go buy your mom a, a Western yep. Digital or or flowers. One of the two. You can get her the the S the the 50X Black or maybe flowers. Well, one of the two. She doesn't watch it, so I, I managed to find a five disc CD changer. The carousel or the cartridge? Yes. Okay. Carousel. Doesn't scratch the discs as much. Yeah. So the other one, it just eats discs. And next thing you know, you've got three discs in one little tray and they're all very unhappy. They were all, they were all the cartridge. But they're incredibly hard to find unless you want to pay ridiculous collector prices. What for the Mm. carousels now? Those used to be just given away. Oh no. Apparently they are a thing. Uh, Things have gone. It's a fad now, but no, she's just had one that died. She'd had for forever, and she's a big fan of just picking five CDs, throwing it in, and it plays for the day, hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My pick is the uh, thing I'm using, the Vocaster Two Focus Writes. Uh, it's kind of a user friendly podcasting interface. It's like a little console. It doesn't even feel like a traditional USB preamp at all. It's got these little touch controls on it and separate. It looks uh, like a bloody Xbox that. controller. Yeah, it's 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 nice. You've got controls for the host, controls for the guests, because it has two XLRs on the back and you have little preset buttons for audio effects and it's got that kind of is rubberized this... texture, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> yeah, is this live only or are you running oh. us all through this? It's just it's just me. Okay. It's just. It's, it's always just, been just. You. It's just an interface for not even XLR here. microphones. So you can see as I talk that the little bar is moving. I can adjust my levels here and get way too oh. get way too high. I can add in Whoa. the radio presets and you know scoops out the mid range and adds compression and things like that. And it's all just touch controls and. There's XLR inputs, and you can barely see anything because I don't have the camera on my feed. But anyway, it's, it's nice. It's $149. Seems very quiet. I was getting some noise earlier. It turns out it was the fan on my laptop that the mic was picking up. They sent me a kit, so I'm going to be reviewing the whole kit. It has a microphone that's kind of a Sure-style microphone. And then these headphones, which I think are Audio-Technica's, like they're rebranding them or something. I don't know. Boy, they sure look yeah. like it. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's coming. The folk. The Vocaster 2 podcasting kit review. But uh Yeah. Anyway, that's the show for this week. Thank you for tuning oh, in. What? One more thing. One more thing. I think it'd be unfair to not mention the fact that you did a little live event uh, a couple of days ago or a day or so ago. But it would Wait, be what? it would be unfair to watch it. It would be unfair to you to watch it. So it <laughs> I actually did yet. you do Tried, I, okay. I took a I took a look at it. it okay, uh, the idea was I was going to do a computer build with a real time Windows XP install from Optical Media because that sounded really and boring and dumb. And I thought, hey, why not just you actually I'll just did sit that. here in silence for thirty eight minutes during the install? Uh, but the aquarium screensaver I know, multiple times was, that was moving, great because when, when I finally moving. I finally gave up because the two socket A boards that I grabbed were both off branded boards. But I thought the last time I had used either one of them, they work, so it'll be fine. One was a Syntax board, which was, I think, the uh, Tiger Direct House brand. Yep. And the other yes, one... you did mention that, yes. Was oh, a, please tell me it was an FIC. No, the other one was a Biostar. And, oh, okay. you know, I'm not going to sit here and say Biotoilet or, you know, any of the other nicknames <laughs> or anything. Because Biostar <laughs> made some fine stuff. But this particular one, when I had things connected to the IDE channels, it wouldn't post. And when I disconnected the drives, it would post. So I... I either had a reversed cable without realizing it, because the cables I have are not keyed for some reason. Oh, unkeyed, yeah. Or yeah. I had a bad um, drive, but I you I got your know. master and your slave mixed up. I had cable select initially, and then I switched to master, and it didn't help. So I I'm pretty sure I had a cable reversed, but it yeah. was like eleven o'clock at night, and I'm doing all this stuff really fast, and I just said screw it. So I grabbed this this uh, Vio. PC from the other side of the basement, which is a Pentium 4 box that was already running XP. And I had ATI drivers on it already because I was running a 9600 Pro in this thing. So I put the 9800 Pro in there that I was testing, reinstalled the drivers, and it was fine. And we were, we were 3D screen savering right away. Nice. Mm. Yep. You're, and you're remember, also running that. Please do not shut your school. computer off. 
that old school uh, test, the 3D test with the truck that was driving along and shooting. Yeah, 3D the, Mark like, O uh, 2001. Yes. Oh, that SC. really brought back the feels. Did you do 3D wow. 3D VR man? No, I just did. You had the Mark Christmas screensaver. Yeah. And then uh, I was going to play some uh, Warcraft 3, but yeah, I didn't yeah. have a disc and I didn't have yeah, an OCD crack installed. Stuff to like jump. Yes. You couldn't get the games to launch. I couldn't I get the games to load. I played a little Need yeah. for Speed, but I was driving terribly with the arrow keys. Uh, yeah. Somebody points out uh, remember when you didn't plug in the power? Yeah, exactly. Because it was at one point when I was switching between the BioStar and the Syntax board that I forgot to plug in the 20 pin ATX connector. It's like, oh, it's not even <laughs> turning on now. What a fool. <laughs> and then when I got it plugged in, it wouldn't boot, and I didn't have the Molex connector in the 9800 Pro. So it's just don't swap between two bad motherboards. Test first. People, before you live stream, At least make sure that the motherboard actually oh. posts before you make a fool out of yourself for 40 minutes. That's all. And that is all. My neighbor did that, that recently. He, got, he bought a back alley computer and didn't even test to see if it turned on before he started swapping parts and Eventually came over in tears to my place. Like, can you make this work? I'm like, why are all the SATA pins on that drive bent all the hell? What did you done? You jammed it, didn't you? You jammed it. Admit it. Yeah. The The power card when I went to make sure that it was properly sheeted just sort of fell out. Pushing. (laughs) (laughs) They made this connection. He certainly jammed it in there and screwed it in. But it was not in the PCIe slot. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we're, we ended at some point. I'm going to end the recording yeah. right now.